0: now off to rough, rough start of Hippie and the Caveman, episode four.
1: It's, yeah, it's been like
0: a year and a half and four episodes. But as always, for any new listeners, this is Jeff, the Caveman, and Alicia, the hippie. The hippie. Uh-huh. Yes. So, this is an inaugural fourth episode, which is contradictory in terms, but <laughs> I guess in, in its nature, it'll always be inaugural because it's the only fourth episode.
1: That's true. But it
0: is by... We are now doing a template and a design, which I relished because it required spreadsheets and I, printouts and bolted font. And
1: I bet you did.
0: I loved it. So, <laughs> Alicia and I, we've got a lot of people that started to like it. We've seen a lot of hits on the, the website. And so, we're going to start giving you guys, a, hopefully, an attempt at a weekly show that has some sort of predictable-ish <laughs> schedule, if you will. So...
1: Little so, loosey goosey format. Yeah,
0: so Alicia and I met, and this for about an hour, jammed that out, and we'll see how it goes. And then we'll start doing jingles. So <laughs> Which I'm, I'm very much looking forward as to as a schoolgirl about these jingles. So that is our intro. That was cheer. Listen to me really quietly. That's our first <laughs> section of our template <laughs> of our Scratching inaugural fourth, fourth fourth show. So first up is what we're going to start calling some sort of shout-outs. It's kind of generic, but we'll come up with something better. But I think our sub-bullet is is the best part of it. It's to the forgotten, unappreciated, or the people that that loved us a little bit better this week that that we tend to forget. So, of course, ladies first for Alicia's shout-outs for the week.
1: All right. Well, uh, my first shout-out is to the guy at the liquor store last night (laughs) who did a double-take at my driver's license and then... Handed it back and said, congratulations on your genetics. (laughs) Right?
0: It's one of the creepiest (laughs) compliments ever.
1: No, it was great. Um, (laughs) uh, My next shout out is to the fabulous guys at um, Liberty Toyota who, who put up with me crying multiple days in a row over the stress of buying a car and, you know, didn't make fun of me one time and... And I did not cry to try and get a better deal, but it worked because every time I cried, the price got a little bit lower. Oh, well, and so,
0: to explain, this this was not like your car broke down and you were in a crisis. You chose to do this to yourself.
1: Well, sure. But, I mean, it was kind of necessary. It's sad, it it's needed, sad. You needed It
0: had to happen. Yeah. You still had to cry.
1: Yeah, it's stressful. i never bought a <laughs> so, never bought a car by myself before. It's oh. a big, scary thing. So, but it's good. <laughs> and then my last shout-out is to... Michael Haskins for referring me to a job that I didn't even have to audition for. I'm going to get to shoot a Western film tomorrow and play his wife. I'm pretty excited about that. So thank you very much, Michael Haskins.
0: So we're good ones. All right. Well, my I, I will, too, do three, I suppose. Maybe four. <laughs> we'll see why. First one goes to my buddy Roper. All tattoo guys have nicknames because all the names are probably like boring like Steve and Nicholas he goes by the name of Roper. Uh, he basically just put me through about 12 hours of misery and pain three days in a row. As far as I understand, you're not supposed to do that because it does hurt so much. But he's in town and he's moving. And so we crammed in a lot of work in a short amount of time. And I paid a man to put me in a lot of pain. <laughs> I was a very unhappy camper come the third day. So. I bet. A little shout out to Roper for tolerating what I... I'm not artistic. Me giving him a pile of turd artistically and him put turning into solid gold, what he did was amazing. So thank you, Roper. And actually, this one's tied in. The second shout-out goes to a mom brought in like a bunch of her daughters or nieces or something into the tattoo shop. And they all have some sort of hand gesture they've done like it spawned generations, I guess. And so they got this little hand gesture tattooed on their... Is it, is it the bird? It's not the bird. It was. It was a sweet story. When I found out, at first I just thought it was weird. But this mom was like, she seemed. She reminded me of my mom, like very. She's very down to earth and just so sweet and loving. And I saw, her, you know, tattoo parlors aren't kind of places my mom hang out. Of. So <laughs> this woman came in and I found out the story. And she came up, and my tattoo has a very military uh, kind of honor thing to it. And she came up and just thanked me out of the blue, like I was just sitting there. She came up and thanked me. So. To that mom, whom I don't know your name and know nothing else about you, thank you for thanking me, I guess. And that was really sweet of you to do that. I'm glad you're mm-hmm. away and come into the, back, the scary back room. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, nothing good ever happens in yeah, the back exactly. room. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's
0: a lot of screaming.
1: <laughs> uh, and
0: I'll actually just do three also. Thirdly, to a uh, gentleman that's training me at the National Strength and Conditioning Academy. They're kind of the... uh, governing body of sports athletes and coaching and and all that kind of physical fitness stuff Um, it's been a long while since I've done non-traditional bodybuilding working out and done athletic sports oriented college kind of training uh, I could probably on cue squeeze one or two of my butt cheeks right now to have them cramp. So <laughs> he put me through the ringer the other day. And so thank you in a weird way. All my, all my thank yous, except the mom, are thank you in a masochistic way. So I guess there's my <laughs> you like, thank you. You like pain? Thanks for the pain, people. appreciate it. <laughs> so that, that's that segment actually what we'll do to uh, alleviate problems. And this is also where we pray to God we get sponsors or at least people to call in and plug their stuff. We could, Get a re- Actually, here's the time to do it. Anybody listening that wants to plug your stuff, you could call it an ad or sponsorship or whatever. Record it, email it to me. The email will be at the end of the show, so you have to stick around and listen to the whole show to get it. Record it, and this is where we plug it in at. Whether you're local or you're national, internet, or whatever, it's something. This is a place where you can record your little 10, 15 second ad, and we'll shove it in there for free. Never, ever in my life have I ever offered to shove it in there for free.
1: So <laughs> oh, take advantage no, of it no. now.
0: And on that note, <laughs> all right, well, that's thanks to our sponsors, whoever that could have been. Our next segment is yet to be named, but pretty much a topic of something to do with timely news, events, current events, just anything and everything that happens. I'll uh, kick us off and see what Alicia rolls with it, I guess. My first timely news is <sighs> Justin Bieber turned 20, maybe, <laughs> or two ago, or whatever, he gives a... Crap! <laughs> Apparently, that's news because all over the LA Times, the Huffington Post, and TMZ, that was one of the main headlines. Is that
1: maybe they're D-bag just turned twenty? Maybe they're just amazed that he's made it he's this that this he's long, made yeah. it this long. Did you see? um There was a company up in I think it was somewhere in the U.S. or maybe it was Canada. I don't remember, but they um, bought a billboard like right at the beginning of the Olympics, and it said. Um, It said oh I can't remember exactly what it was. I think it it was in the US and it said like, you know, hey Canada, if we if we win, you have to take him back or something like that. I thought it was awesome. Oh, that was the only reason I wanted to Canada. Canada doesn't want him back. No, nobody does. No, the thing is is that when we sent him to the Us for those of you that don't know, I'm a Canadian. Yes. I don't know. Anyway, when we sent him to you, he was like (laughs) he was like a sweet, innocent little church boy. Rem- Do you remember that? He was. He's
0: the U.S. is enough. the one
1: that messed him up.
0: Not tough enough to take the U.S. existence <laughs> and, and and fend it off and be normal. <laughs> That's my argument. So what
1: you're saying is that the U.S. turns people into we, little we, brats. We have the
0: capability of doing so. It's up to the, it's up to the, the meager and the weak to, to die off on their own.
1: Although, allegedly, like... Didn't a petition? Didn't enough people sign a petition to like yeah, try president. and like take away his green card or whatever?
0: Yeah. Like, yeah, I, there's some law. I saw it on the news. Like, it was on the radio this morning on K Rock, or not this morning, last week on K Rock. Like, I guess there's some some number where there's somewhere buried in the Constitution that if it, a petition reaches X number, it has to be entertained by the president. And the only yeah. reason I know this is I googled other petitions. that – This actually is an awesome segment. Other petitions that have made it to the president's desk. Obviously it probably goes to an aide first and then he validates the legitimacy of the the petition or so on. And uh (laughs) Nerds Unite. Somebody threw a petition and made it to the president. Enough people signed it to ask for a Death Star to be built. (laughs) That's straight up. That's awesome. And the thing is that they have to entertain it professionally. And I wish I had the words here, but, like, yeah. the guy, the aide responded as if they're asking to build a two-story, you know, mini-mall next door. Like, he yeah, said, but well, th- the cost, effect, you know, like, he the, he actually had arguments but as to why Death Star couldn't be How built. do
1: you entertain that professionally? Like...
0: They did. They said, well, it wouldn't be cost-effective, and the amount of money it would cost to do this would negate the jobs created. I mean, like, he went on... That like, is
1: so funny. So
0: some aid, our taxes are paying for some aid, and to dare, I say... Dare I say, dare <laughs> take away the death, dreams of a Death Star, an almighty U.S. Death? I they didn't have a flag; it'd have to have a U.S. flag on it.
1: I wonder what the number is. Like, it was, how yeah, many people do we need to get on board for certain petitions? That's interesting. Yeah, no, that's. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get my hippies to unite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta comment? <laughs> we're gonna get some. We're gonna get some flowers. Yeah, put exactly. on Put on the flag.
0: So. Speaking of flag, I could sit away into our other piece of news, unless you had one. No, you know, no, go ahead. The driver of this train. Speaking of news, and uh, the Death Star was run by British people, ironically. Star Wars nerds, everybody had a British accent. So apparently, in the non-utopic world of, of the far, far away galaxy, Britain wins. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, that's true, though. I yeah. never even thought of that. That
0: uh, never even had a British accent. Who did? The Emperor. Luke
1: Skywalker. That's All right. All the soft Rs. Exactly. will be quite operational by the time your friends arrive. <laughs> <laughs> you know what?
0: Seeing a female <laughs>
1: a <person> <laughs> <of> <laughs> The Emperor.
0: <laughs> but, like, for those of <laughs> you. The twiddling of your thumbs like you're an evil genius. <laughs> of
1: course, I was. <laughs> I had to get into character. <laughs> you looked
0: like you needed to tie a damsel to a train
1: track. <laughs> I'm an actor. I had to feel it. You know what? The emperor. I have probably had more nightmares about the emperor than any other bad guy in my entire life.
0: That's horrible.
1: He's terrifying. <laughs> he is.
0: Mine was E. T. So I know. I know. Another, that was my kids. Show.
1: My kids think it's funny that you're afraid of E. T. Especially because. I mean, you're not, like, a small dude. You're terrifying. <laughs> I mean, and you're... At least the
0: Emperor stayed on a Death E.T. creeped up on the bed and but said... But e. E.T. Oh. is
1: cute. No,
0: his finger lights up. E.T. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Notice the same impersonation. The no, it's not. E. T. No, no, E.T. No, e.
1: is, on. like, cute and sad. E.T. <laughs> <laughs> and the Emperor is like... What kind, da, 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 da.
0: what kind of superior race has asthma? Although
1: <laughs> I it's because, they know, they know, they know. it's because of the toxins in our air on yeah, Earth. That must be it. The More term pe- that made
0: Bieber a D-bag. <laughs> Only funny. because our podcast recording material, whatever equipment's about to take a poo on me. We am to pause real quick before we continue.
1: <laughs> All right.
0: <laughs> and we're back. All right. So we were talking about the Death Star Britain invading far, galaxies far, far away. And segueing
1: into, into Russia, Russia
0: <laughs> invading the Ukraine.
1: Well, for, first off, did you watch the Olympics? Or are you into I, the Olympics?
0: Okay, I know a lot of people that are. And the only thing, I watched the crap out of curling. Not by choice. Because when I go to the gym at 2 and 3 in the morning, it's NBC feel, or whoever they yeah. were running it, in their wise ways, knowing nobody watches it, they shove it at that Canada
1: time. won gold. What?
0: <laughs> Canada's good at sweeping quickly.
1: And we're also good at hockey. (laughs) So
0: no, I'm not you. Oh yeah, no,
1: we watched a lot. We watched a lot of Olympics at my house. Um, Lots of fun. I mean, I really, it's fun for like my kids to get into it. And there are some of those sports that I really wonder like, like how does one get into like luge? (laughs) Like seriously though, like it's not something that like you even really know exists except for like once every four years. Like, where would you go to practice? Like, <laughs> hey, mom, when I grow up, I want to be on ice. No, yeah.
0: Yeah, all, I think mean, like every sport's like, I mean, like, well, what was the other one? Like, there were those the two, what's the, the bobsled and the skeleton thing. Ske- oh, I want
1: to do skeleton so bad. You're <gasps> just
0: catching the concrete with your face and dying.
1: It's, first off, it's not concrete, it's ice. Yeah, but
0: the people, when they practice, they practice on concrete.
1: Why would they practice on concrete? Don't they practice on ice? No, <laughs> no, I totally so, want to try luge. Um, yeah, I there was there was a few sports like that that I'm like, where on earth did those come from? But well, yeah, it was
0: the connection. What okay? <laughs> so, Olympics, Russia, fine. Everybody I heard was uh, like, there's actually stuff all over the internet saying like it was run as one of the best Olympics. Like, like report, obviously there was all the shenanigans of people getting locked in their hotel, sure, toilets not flushing or whatever. But as far as, like, I guess the after-action review, like, the athletes, um, which I guess was a lot of debauchery down in the Olympic Village, oh, like, it's ki- like Rome.
1: Oh, I bet. Which is absolutely. awesome. Like, I want to be an
0: athlete just to hang out there. <laughs> but, like, apparently, that was awesome. Like, the, uh, just the whole setup was awesome. And it's run by Russia. So, of course, it was run like well, a dictatorship. Sure, absolutely.
1: <laughs> you don't screw up or or yeah. or <laughs> it, you're out.
0: Where's my Sandy white? Well, Where did Steve go? Did somebody kill him? <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Well, I feel that way about some of the af- athletes from some of those countries, like China and Russia. Like, you feel bad for them because you're like, you're not doing this by choice. <laughs> you are being forced to do this, and if you don't win, like,
0: you are bred to be the best swiffer on this planet.
1: Right? And if you aren't, you will die. Yeah.
0: So they obviously, here's my take on it, is later, about two weeks after, they not even two, a week after the closing ceremonies, Russia decides to just invade Ukraine.
1: (laughs) Exactly. We're
0: good at Olympics. let's, Let's start a war.
1: No, but it literally, like, it is, it's like a big giant, like, bird to the rest of the world. Like, we just hosted the Olympics, this big, like, peaceful union of all the countries, and, like, we're all the same, and we're competing together in camaraderie, and the Olympics close, and then they invade Ukraine like
0: well and like Ali and I were talking before we started recording like on LA Times a ninety to zero vote in Russia's in version their, of con- in yeah, in their, their parliament. parliament
1: or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Like, let's do this. When was
0: the last time anything historically? Not one guy. And you know, there was probably <laughs> one guy, <laughs> some one guy named like, what's a Russian name? I can't even think of Russian names.
1: Sven. Sven.
0: That's not. That's
1: like, <laughs> no, that's that's Nordic. Dimitri uh, No, there was a guy named, Greek.
0: Well, I had a Russian roommate in college named Dimitri Oh, okay. So we'll I had Dimitri. I had a
1: Greek boyfriend named so
0: Dmitry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. so it was probably 89 to 1 and Dimitri's like no I don't think we should do this a near gunshot and Dimitri's holding his thighs I dig it back oh the song's gonna play pause
1: <laughs> basically
0: parliament 90 to 0 vote for Russia to invade Ukraine so that's one of our huge current events is World War Three. or Russia to wannabe World War Three, probably because it's, it's Russia
1: yeah <laughs> we'll, see. we'll see what happens
0: it's going to be hard to like muster up a bunch of soldiers rather than their breadline.
1: <laughs> I hope the Russians don't hear that Jeff <laughs> yeah. coming for you
0: they won't they're in the breadline. <laughs> so, their, their weekly breadline.
1: <laughs> so speaking of current events yeah. Oscar week
0: yes tomorrow right? tomorrow night yeah, the Oscars.
1: Oscars yeah big deal big deal Um, Have you seen a lot of the Oscar films?
0: No, I was actually just pulling up everything. I have not seen, I'm bad. For being a, I would like to think I'm somewhat of a movie geek. Mm -hmm. We're looking at best pictures, the ones that matter. Okay, so basically the minute we get some sort of design with a template, some sort of organization, a program if you will, that's when... All technology goes to crap.
1: It's to keep you fluid. The it universe, is. <sighs> the universe does not want you yes. to get too stuck.
0: That actually should needs to be part of our intro. Explain hippie and the caveman because you'll see the common thread throughout this podcast of hippie and the caveman. And Alicia just pretty much nailed it. clear on the head. I'm already having an aneurysm here. And she's like, <laughs> man, just go
1: with the flow. Man. Go with the flow. It's the cool. universe is trying to teach you to let go of control. <sighs> yeah, That's so. all.
0: Therein lies hippie in the K-Man and it's at <laughs> it's, its core nature. I mean I'm starting to lose my man my, my mind. But so we're talking about the nominations and we have uh, we're looking at the Oscar nominations and mm-hmm. I have not seen <laughs> any of these.
1: Real, are you serious? You haven't seen any I, of these? I have not seen. Oh my word, there's so many good ones these. on here. Um so with the with the best picture there, I haven't seen um I guess there's three. No, there's four of the best pictures that I'm missing, but one of them, I'm watching Nebraska tonight. Um, I want
0: that just because my parents live in
1: Nebraska. <laughs> no, but um, I I really, I think that um, American Hustle is going to walk away with the best picture. I really do.
0: I think it actually will be, just from what I've heard... Uh... It's gonna be, 12 Years of Slave is a great movie, from what I understand, oh, but you yeah. want to kill yourself that afterwards.
1: Literally. Like, like nobody literally. Nobody wants to watch that. It, I mean, it was absolutely so. amazing, but it was so intense. It yeah. does not let up at all for the entire time. Um, I went to go see it with um, Kendra. You know Kendra? Mm-hmm. Uh, another actor. And we hadn't hung out in, like, a couple months, and we went and saw that movie. And when the movie was over, we, like, walked out of the theater, and we were, like, so... Um, <laughs> How about that slavery? Yeah, that just <laughs> happened. It was literally. Yeah. And did you see any of the kids reenacting the Oscar Best Picture one? No,
0: I'm so out of the loop this week. Socially, so
1: there's a some comedy group. They had like kids reenact the best. They did oh, clips I did hear from about this, yeah. the clips from the Best Actor, or whatever. And so there's this scene at the very end of Twelve Years a Slave where he like comes back and he like. It's, he's been a, gone for 12 years, he comes back, his like, kids are grown. I'm sorry if you haven't seen the movie yet, and I just ruined it for Spoilers. you. But anyway, so his wife, he's like, I'm so sorry I've been gone for so long. And his wife is like, there's nothing to apologize for. And so the kid's reenacting of the Oscars, that's all it is. This little kid comes in, and he goes, I'm sorry I've been gone so long. And this little girl walks up and goes, there's nothing to apologize for. And then the little boy turns to the camera and goes... This is the only thing in the movie that the producers were comfortable having kids reenact, and I, it's true because it's literally that it was the only part in the entire movie that I wasn't crying. I oh, cried wow. for like two out two and a half hours straight. That's
0: why I don't think it'll win because, like, if you think about the the, the Academy the Homeboy, I think they have they have to, they have the whole year they can rent or they get the nine movies and they gotta you know give it, or they give it a score of one to nine or it's a weird. It's only, it should be one to ten, but I think yeah. it's like one to nine, something stupid. But anyway. After watching that, could you vote? Like, yeah, that was like you're not going to be the right no, mind frame it, to go. That can't. was a great movie. That's
1: exactly like it was a great movie, but I could not separate myself emotionally yeah. from it.
0: So, Slave, uh, but... it was a
1: great movie, but I, I, yeah, I don't think it's going to win. I, if I,
0: I, if I could vote. I would vote Wolf of Wall Street because it broke the movie record of F-bombs dropped in one movie. Yeah, but
1: you, have, you haven't seen any of them. That's You don't, even, basing get it to, on completely you don't even get to how about.
0: <laughs> However, this speaks volumes in, in an, an inverse way. I'm looking through the best this, best that, and uh, the one I can actually speak intelligently about or at least have an opinion on. Take a guess. What category? Like, there's everything from editing to... Studs? sounds. Not even... no. Nope. Not out of my wheelhouse. That's the hint.
1: Um, I...
0: Best animated feature. <laughs> I have seen all of those but two.
1: What? Yep. Really? I have
0: not seen any of the best picture. American Hustle, Captain Phillips, Dallas Spiders, Club, Gravity, Her, Nebraska, Philomena, 12 Years a Slave, or Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> However, I have seen The Croods, Despicable Me Too. I kind of wanted to go to Frozen. Oh okay, so frozen is so
1: good. Frozen is really good. Frozen is amazing. Best Disney movie that has come yeah. out in a long time. Me and my yeah. kids know all the songs. But it doesn't
0: have minions.
1: It's true, it does not have minions. So yeah, we should put our vote in
0: because we'll do a we'll have to do an Oscar wrap up show next sure, time. Sure. Absolutely. So, uh Best Picture, Alley. Uh
1: American Hustle.
0: And again, disclaimer, mine off all out of my butt. Um, I don't want to vote for what you just voted for. <laughs> Gravity. Fair I gotta write these down. Okay. So, so we have. Um,
1: so, oh, it's gonna be hard. I haven't seen Nebraska yet. I'm watching Nebraska tonight. Um, I do think that. Oh, You're I don't. Best actor, by the I way. I know, best actor. I don't want to butcher his name. The guy from 12 Years a Slave. Ch- 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 to From
0: Isengard or something. Um, like 12 Years a Slave guy.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. Man, such a good job.
0: I. I'm sick of Matthew McConaughey.
1: He was so good at. Dallas I know, by again, I've club. seen
0: any of these. So, however, and- I have a whole new respect for Christian Bale. Like I hated him because of the ter- the Terminator Two rant,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: on K Rock, my little go to station, I go go to like a Bible. He actually there's a, a DJ of the podcast you and I are listening to Ralph Garman, Kevin Smith's little buddy in, in uh, Hollywood Babylon a podcast plug that I listen to religiously. He does an impersonation of Christian Bale, like when he called. I assume you've heard the rant.
1: Sure, I've heard the. If you guys hear like a
0: panting, that's not me or Allie, That's my dog. (laughs) Just wants attention.
1: (laughs) I think she just she just made it louder too. That was
0: creepy. So uh, the Ralph Garman on on K Rock does an impersonation of Christian Bale, and like he'll pretend to call in, and they're like, "So we hear you got stiff, you know? Like, what was there? One of the ones they did, like." We hear you are the Dairy Queen, and they got your order on. You're like, oh, that's just great. You know, and he just goes off. And oh. one day, Christian Bale actually called in. And they're like, whatever. And, they're like, and the guy that acts so like him goes, no, that's really, that's not me. That's really him. like, oh, God, hey, Mr. Bale. He's like, I know you guys have been giving me a hard time and all these things. And he goes, look, I was completely off. I have no like – he just completely – yeah, PR gonna, stunt, whatever. Sure, but like he, The fact he took time – and then the whole um, when he visited the graves up in um, Colorado, I just pointed the city, the theater shooting. Like when oh, came, Aurora! Again, yeah, you can you could probably spin some sort of PR stunt, or I mean, there could be an alter alter motive, but.
1: Or, Point is,
0: let's assume maybe he's a good guy. Sure,
1: and maybe maybe he was. Maybe there was other factors at play. He was having a bad day. He maybe yeah. he does have some rage issues. It's yeah. fine. It happens. Yeah, we
0: all have them. and He just happens to be caught. <laughs> no, on we tape.
1: don't all have them. Okay, um, between the two of us. So
0: mine's Christian Bale <laughs> because he deserves it. He
1: uh, he was incredible in American Hustle. though. I, oh, yeah, I got to see. You know, ideas. of any of the ones that I can like recommend that you need to see is definitely American Hustle. Her was really good too, but um, American Hustle for sure. Okay,
0: so that's actor actress.
1: Um, you know the only one of those that I've seen is Amy Adams in American Hustle and she was incredible
0: I'm sticking with so we got you with Amy Adams I'm going to just go with Gravity as a sweep alright we're um, not going to do all of them we're not going to do, like, do all of don't, them don't stop listening
1: we're, we're not going to do all of them but Jared Leto for Best Actor in a Supporting Role for Dallas Buyers Club has to win I seriously like he but he's... doesn't that
0: offend you as an actor you're like not only could other Women put you out of work. Now men can.
1: No, but he wasn't playing a woman. He okay, was... see,
0: I gotta see the movie. Eventually. No,
1: he wasn't playing a woman. He was playing a transvestite.
0: Oh, okay, I didn't know that. He again. was playing
1: a transgender male. I have so, to... yeah, I'm... no, he was absolutely incredible. And Jer- I think Jennifer Lawrence is going to win for she American will. Hustle again, yeah. which last year, like her win um, for um, Bradley Cooper, the dance one. What is it called? Anyway, her win was one of the most oh, beautiful yeah, yeah, yeah. things. She's
0: classy. I like. Like,
1: her. I mean, she was just so in awe, and she was so like amazed by it. And backstage, she was getting like. Didn't she trip? Total stars. Yes. Yeah. But then she was getting totally starstruck from all of these like legends that she grew up watching, like coming up <laughs> and congratulating her. Like it was the most incredible thing. So I hope she wins again too.
0: I think we should end at the. We'll probably do the big ones, and I, I- I'll geek out on these ones. The big ones. I'm gonna go with animated feature because still ones I can speak knowledgeably about Frozen. That's gonna be probably for it start. is, uh, and it's I'm gonna, gonna win go with for music with me too because too, I liked it because it was I good. The minions, like when the minions come in on fire when they act like a fire <laughs> truck, that is me. It's like beetle, Beedo. I mean, it was good,
1: but it wasn't Frozen. And no. Frozen is gonna the song "Let It Go" is gonna win. For it has, the has enough. Song it has two. more ingredients. It's, so we'll yeah. end
0: at because I'm a geek on um, cinematography. Sure. Which to me the. Dead giveaway will be gravity.
1: Yeah, I I haven't seen gravity like, yet.
0: Yeah, so, so. that's Good our stuff. Oscar Oscar segment. Yeah, I, I predict one nipple showage, one right butt cheek slip, and
1: <laughs> I'm sticking
0: all the red carpet stuff.
1: Oh, I don't do. I've never seen nipple on the red carpet at the Oscars. Well, you will, this but year. I will this year. You know what? One of my favorite thing about awards shows is is when they the camera pans to someone who was nominated but didn't win, and they aren't ready to be on camera, and you can tell how like pissed yeah. off they are.
0: Who Tadoff Switler? She did that. Who? So, the guy on Kara calls her Tateoff Switler because <laughs> she's Hitler and I agree with him that's genius <laughs> but like when she didn't win that last award she looked like she was going to kill a fool I know right so yeah. perfect example she has
1: a little bit of entitleitis tan off <laughs> so
0: we'll now roll it again these segments will be awesome when I get a um, whatever what uh, do you mean will be up? awesome they, they are awesome I mean they'll be awesome <laughs> so which this is timely we just talked about Matthew McConaughey and Jared but I don't know why that was there but now from here we will move on to our next segment Rumors, gossip, Hollywood news, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Sure. So we're a little delayed, but one of the big ones. Unless you have some up your head, I'm just
1: no. Go a lot ahead, of, go a lot ahead. Of notes. I do have a lot of notes. Um, Chicken scratch notes.
0: Uh, do you have something applicable here? Um,
1: sure. I, here I would go. love to talk about Kevin Costner's comeback.
0: Ah, At, as would I.
1: Really? So, how do you feel about Kevin Costner?
0: Okay, I love. He's an amazing actor that's made bad choices. Or that has huh. been in bad movies.
1: Interesting, Cause... because I feel like he's a horrible actor that's been put in some good movies. <laughs> I really do. Being the caveman, Kevin Costner only knows how to be Still Kevin the... Costner.
0: But that's the thing; is he, he's good at what he does, and that's it.
1: You mean he's good at being himself? I.e., he's you know not him? really a good actor.
0: If you don't know him, here this oh. goes back to my argument of rest in peace. Um, no disrespect to Heath Ledger. Mm. Every one of his high school friends might have said, "That's just Heath being Heath." We what? don't know if that's we don't know if that's in his wheelhouse.
1: Heath, no, he's transformed do, into different characters. We don't know that. Are you? Ten things I hate about you. I have neurotic friend. The Joker. Are you kidding me? But Heath transformed you know him, roles.
0: Yeah, I would like to talk to his mom. My go-to is a mother. Like, if your mother goes, if you can lose your mother without going, oh, that's oh, that's just Heath being Heath. Then I'll believe it, but until then, we don't know. Like, and it kind of ruins it because that, I look at that with, with everything now. I
1: like, guess I guess I just I don't care for Kevin Costner. He's on he's on my list with Tom Cruise, which is very a very unhippy of me. It is. There's like there's this really really short list of actors I want to punch in the face. <laughs>
0: it's, it's a pre way, but well, here's my thing with Kevin Costner, and especially this movie, Three Days to Kill. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey. Liam Neeson. I wonder what he's been doing that's made him successful. Oh, I'm going to talk in a deep gravelly voice and go on a killing spree. I'll yeah. try that now, and it's it, it's it's.
1: I guess I don't understand. It's going to work. I, this is what I don't understand. How Kevin Costner has done like nothing for years and years. He's done a couple of random. Like he did like a rom com. He
0: played Superman's dad.
1: That's right, but that was a little tiny role. That's, like, that's God. I know, but I'm... <laughs> see, yeah, he's done nothing for a few years, and then all of a sudden now he has three big films out? Yeah. I feel like his agent... It's the machine. someone some No, his agent owes that's someone some pic- favors. Yeah. Somebody has like, dirty pictures of or his Or no, agent. someone owes his agent some favors. Yeah. Like, literally... He's been holding this in his pocket and gathering it and gathering and gathering it. And then they, like, decided to lay their their cards. Because it does not make sense that he's in three films at once.
0: Kevin Costner's agent was in Mexico with a donkey and suddenly got a picture. (laughs) And they're like, we will hold this someday. Someday.
1: Right? So, I don't
0: know. Business, okay. The business side of it, I can only commend the dude. He's gonna do what he likes, obviously, and make money doing it.
1: Sure. Absolutely.
0: Entertainment wise, it's it's not that genius of a I mean, um, what's his butt? Uh John Travolta did the same thing when he did From Paris with Love. Hey, that's so weird. <laughs> They're like John Travolta guy, like that's like <laughs> All of a sudden, he's a badass and yeah. he shaves his head and grows a goatee and he's a badass. Yeah. So they just did this reinvent old guy action movie thing and it's 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 why if it isn't broke, don't fix it. I just,
1: I don't know. He's just, I don't, I'm not a fan. I don't believe it. Yeah. I really, like, I saw the, um, I don't remember what it was called, the one with um, it was, oh, Chris Pine. Where oh. he was an analyst and now he's in the field. That was the
0: Jack Re- or not Jack Reacher. Jack,
1: no, I know what you're talking about. The
0: series about. of books. Yes, exactly. Jack Ryan.
1: Jack Ryan, that's right. So Made I saw amazing that one. by Ben Affleck. Yeah. <sighs> Please let it be Ben. No, I just ben I Affleck just don't, don't find it believable. Guy. I just, I do not believe that Kevin Costner is in the CIA. I'm sorry. No. It's I not think believable. He's good,
0: he's good at Field of Dreams or The Father or... Or if you want a Texan accent as your Robin Hood. He's your, he's your go-to guy.
1: <laughs> oh, a my word. Lit, my point, you. my point exactly. Robin oh, Hood, was, Prince of Thieves. He does not know heard, how to I, do I, anything other than what he does. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, moving on.
0: Uh, that was pretty much all the news. <laughs> oh, no, okay. Actually, I had one because um, you brought up Kevin Costner. So that brought up, um, I just attended a... Uh, a comic con of sorts it was called galaxy fest and basically picture every stereotype or cliche you can have about a comic con sure good bad or indifferent i'm not passing judgment i Mm could care less because ironically deep down inside these are my people (laughs) thus the following part of the story (laughs) i about kicked children men women and handicapped people out of my way to make it to a panel discussion of The new and the old Star
1: Wars. (laughs) Like, I did
0: everything possible to make it to this discussion. And it was heated. But basically, it's a bunch of your stereotypical aesthetic...
1: Star Wars geeks. Star Wars
0: geeks. Um, and
1: We're not judging. We're just stating facts.
0: Yes. And a six and a foot tall, tattooed, muscular guy in a Baby Gap (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt. And we... We got arguing about the new Star Wars, the old Star Wars, the original, the remakes. And, I mean, we got heated. And we got into, like, philosophical discussions (laughs) as for the Force. Like, we went Buddha (laughs) on what the Force means and how can you measure it. And this little punk was arguing he wasn't even born when the first one came out. So it's completely unfair. So that's my rumors and gossip news. I do
1: totally believe in the Force, though.
0: Well... Caveman and hippie, <laughs> at its finest. <laughs> no,
1: I do. I absolutely like believe. Like a
0: Buddhist way, like an all-encompassing like.
1: Sure, force? that that there like there's an energy that people have, and you know you can you can transcend time and space. Energy can transcend time and space.
0: Okay, well, here was one of the topics. Can you measure that in a person? Because the old Star Wars, no, they you always talked sense about the force.
1: You can and sense in the new it, one, they
0: had midichlorians, and you could measure it in their bloodstream, which, makes, which was a follow-on argument that means people that have the force that can be Jedis are diseased.
1: Yeah, you no, know, I don't think you can measure it. I think that you can sense it, though. Like, like, my soul can sense other people's energy. For example, the creeper that I had to give a massage to today. I could <laughs> sense his creepy-ass energy. It's true. That's,
0: that's counter to your segment of hippie of the hug of the day.
1: <laughs> I know, but but my point is, is that when you are in touch with energy and you're in, in touch with the universe, with the universe, you can sense things.
0: I, I'm open for it. I'm not <laughs> against it. I don't see it, but I'm I'm not against it by any means. Huh. But I think actually George Lucas did base that on. Buddhist beliefs, if I remember right, there's something. Like sure, that.
1: absolutely. So, yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, we are pushing the 35-minute mark. So to keep people wanting to be part of this, we will narrow it down to our last two segments. Sure. Our, I think seem to be favorite, especially after I get a jingle to them. The last two <laughs> segments before we close this, uh, the first one is called the Caveman Bitch Fest. <laughs> Or the caveman smash. We're not really sure where that'll go. Like Hulk smash, or and that'll be followed by hippie hippie optimism or the hippie hug of the day.
1: That's <laughs> right. So
0: my caveman, I, I kind of like caveman smash because I like with, smash. Too. That'll go with the jingle I'm coming up with. Mm-hmm. My caveman smash of the week. I am doing everything to be pay uh, bare minimum. I would kill to pay my bills. Acting, like sure. Pay my, not even not struggle, rich and fame and all that. That's cool and everything. I like, uh, make
1: a living doing make what a you love doing
0: it. Yeah. Sure. And not, you know, budgeting for a candy bar. But apparently I found the guaranteed one. If I walked up to you and said, I have a hundred percent guaranteed or, but historically a hundred percent guaranteed way to become rich and famous. Would you go interested? Like, would you be very, very curious as to how to do that? But I said, Alicia, I can think of three people that have done this and they're guaranteed rich and fame beyond their wildest dreams.
1: Well, what like, what does it entail? Because I wouldn't do it at all costs exactly first off, i don't I don't care about being rich at all,
0: correct but they, I don't really they can care do about being famous. Want, as far as like I look at rich and famous yeah but now they can pursue their dreams without concern for you know where the next but there's other
1: going. but there's issues that come with it and there's so many people that are rich and famous that don't have and this is obviously very hippie of me, but that don't have like they don't have that like, transcendent love you know like they're they're still looking they're trying to fill the hole with something i I agree you have like justin bieber and miley cyrus and all these people like going off crazy and so i actually don't really care about that i don't think i would take it well well what would you have to sacrifice is my question
0: (laughs) (laughs) here's the caveman smash for the week apparently if you just make an f tape you can be rich and famous oh yeah that is like the guaranteed go-to And it is to me the most offensive I not like in a judgmental sex tape thing. I could care less. Whatever. Knock yourself out, that's cool. Well the thing is but the fact that these people like the card what
1: the Kardashians let's look at what she did.
0: She is rich and famous beyond her dreams. She can have anything and everything for her, her kids, her family and every generation after. Because she did a nasty porno. Well, but the thing
1: video. is, the thing is, is that people have to want to watch your sex tape. I agree. Like, Screech, for example, Dustin Diamond. But he probably was, he was making
0: more money than you and I combined. Yeah, but
1: that. while he was going, like, bankrupt and struggling, he, like, leaked a sex tape yeah. <laughs> trying to, like, create <laughs> a comeback, and no one cared <laughs> because nobody wants to see Screech doing the dirty. I
0: beg to differ. I'm sure there's a lot of people are like, I gotta see this. <laughs>
1: So, and, and in all, this is the thing as far as the Kardashians go. I do find it to be a little bit disgusting. I find that their lifestyle and like, like the way they spend money and all that, it is, it kind of like rubs against me. However, they have created a brand and they are very, very good at what they do. Business-wise,
0: yes. I'll give them that. Sure. But it sucks that the, the seed. Yes. The one thing You just said seed. And you said leaked. (laughs) So, it cancels it out. So, that's my... Caveman smash of the week. Who would I like to punch in the face? I guess us as consumers for watching that and making her rich and famous. Well,
1: I've actually never watched the Kardashians. I meant stage. us collectively. Like, <laughs> like You're just revealing something. No, when it first. Oh I'm God, sorry, this Jeff, just Mom, dated it. I'm sorry. This just dated
0: it. I remember when it was floating on MySpace as a pop-up ad. Mm, yeah. So sure. For that's sure. Actually, yeah. <laughs> well. So well, that's. Well, I think we should always go in that order. The caveman... Smash of the day will probably or the week will always be something negative and angry and not very which will lead us into the hippie hug which of the day which we can wrap it up with a which nice is, little bow
1: well but this is the thing it's but this very week it's, not. it's very no it's very applicable though because this is the thing um <laughs> Have you heard of the rice experiment about the positive words and the positive thoughts or whatever? No. So this is actually, it's very scientific. This guy is a researcher. He has like years and years and years of documented research of the power of positive words. And he has, um, the experiment is basically two containers of rice. And one he writes, um, I hate you on. And the other container of rice he writes, I love you on. And they have a lid on them. And every day... He touches um, the container of rice that says, "I hate you." and he says, "I hate you" to the container of rice. and he touches the container of rice that says, "I love you." and he says, "I love you." And over time, the container of rice that is, says "I hate you," and that he says, "I hate you too, it gets moldy and black and disgusting. And the container of rice that he says, I love you too, it does start to ferment, but it actually has a sweet smell. This is science, Jeff. I'm not messing with you. This is science. I know
0: that's what I'm toward, is I value science. But now you, I'm you losing You should check step it out. You know what? You
1: need to do the experiment yourself. You totally do. This is the thing. Our words have power. You have to put things out into the universe <laughs> that you want to happen. And I'll wrap it up with my brief example. Took my kids to P.F. Chang's for dinner to celebrate my birthday. I didn't want to go to P.F. Oh, Chang's. Oh, happy birthday
0: to your face. Oh,
1: thank you. I wanted to go somewhere else, but the only place we could all agree on was P.F. Chang's. Um, I've worked as a waiter but waitress before. Historically, like, people come in with kids and they think, oh, they're going to tip poorly or whatever, that sort of thing. It's a very standard feeling in the service industry that people with kids don't tip as well. My waiter was a dick, okay? Oh. <laughs> he literally, he barely checked on us. He, like, wouldn't even look at me in the eye. He literally would come over to the table, and I would ask him for something, and he would, like, nod his head and walk away. And I know why he was doing that, because he assumed one woman, three kids, they're not going to tip very well. Me and my kids, actually, I ordered, like, three things. We all split it. He wanted to pay more attention to, like, the four adults that are ordering four meals and a bottle of wine and all that sort of stuff. You know what I did to Homeboy there? (laughs) Gave him a big-ass tip. Because... (laughs) I, my point you put good things out into the universe you know what? maybe the next person that comes in he's gonna treat them better because I put the good stuff out. Of, that's not like oh whoa me I gave an awesome yeah, yeah, tip yeah, that's yeah. not the point of that the point of it is is that your decisions and your choices have power you need to think more positively oh, you gotta you gotta put some positive words out there
0: you're a better person than me because I would have left him a handful of something I would, <laughs> <laughs> it would not have been change or any sort of monetary value <laughs> Oh my God! So, as always, we, we'll uh, <laughs> we have tons of notes. We've got a template now. We've got a better outline for you guys. We'll have to wrap it up so we keep your interest after the forty minute mark, and we'll close every show with kind of our um, little personal uh, our, our personal what up section. <laughs> um, nothing too extensive, but just this is our chance to kind of. I it really boils down to it, Alicia and I. I think. I think we do actually have a common ground in that really we ultimately do love acting and and, and working in in movies in any sort of, in in any sort of role, whether it's literally a role in front of the camera or even behind the camera. So ultimately a lot of times we're working on stuff. We're doing the struggling actor thing. And um, basically I guess we'll all start out with the thing I am plugging right now is um, it's a Western that I helped. I started as an actor and then i ended up just because i'm a power hungry control freak ended up helping executive produce with the director we're now kicking off um most people crowdfund kickstarter or indiegogo prior to the fact and i pride i'm I, we pride ourselves on the fact that we made this out of pocket and it was miserable and painful and everything and a lot of people did credit cards and all nine yards but we already made it we're going to start crowdfunding to get it to festivals. So we're doing the exact opposite of pretty much everything yeah. I've ever seen done. Sure. So it's done. We've uh, we actually sat down in studios. We didn't do little home videos um, to start the crowdfunding thing. It's called Parallax, um, and it's it's this awesome western that kind of whether whether I was in it or not, I would want to support it because it exudes the uh, I don't know the struggling independent film everybody coming together like attitude and so that's kind of the big thing I got going on uh, it's basically I'm going to be all over the webpage if you see me in a cowboy hat basically it's probably that movie <laughs> um, but yeah that's the big thing I'm pretty much working on right now as a little executive producer my goal my little mini dream is um, I went to Sundance all the time as a kid because I lived near there in Idaho growing up and my dream would be to see just Parallax at Sundance even if it's like the creepy theater that five days a week is a porn shop. Like if I could just say my movie was in the festival in the creepy little porn shop theater, that'd be awesome. I'm sure the director would feel the same way. So that's my little plug for Parallax yourself.
1: Cool. You know, still plugging away on trauma, the feature, um, obviously with indie films, money's always the factor. So we're making it slowly, but it really is like the most incredible script I've ever had my hands on as far as indie features go so that's trauma the feature it's um tmd films and so if you want to jump over there onto the website and throw us some money we certainly wouldn't be mad at you what would
0: one what would be the three or four sentence tagline what would it be about
1: um it is a psychological thriller um about a um a woman who wakes up after a car accident not having any memory of it and her world kind of starts unraveling around her and she starts just questioning everything that she believes. So that's that. Um, another little film that I was in is kind of making the um, festival circuit right now. It's called Charlie Hatch. And so, um, you know, you can uh, check that out at festivals and all that. And then, of course, I'm shooting a Western tomorrow, but I actually don't know what the name of it is. It's okay. <laughs> We're just that's, shooting it tomorrow. That's so, also, yeah, you know. that's,
0: that's also the nature of uh, theater versus film. Like, what's my line? line say it. <laughs> stop hitting record. Learn your next line. So,
1: oh, don't say that. Oh,
0: yeah. I'm I'm away a lot of painful secrets. And then here's where we wrap it up with is where to get a hold of all of this crap. Um, the biggest thing that I'm actually giddy as a schoolgirl about is we started a Twitter thing, which I think will be kind of fun once Sally and I start working on it. Twitter, it's hippie in the cave, man. Um, If you do the at thing, you can do the search for hippie and the caveman, or if you do a little at symbol, it's hippie in the letter N, caveman, because the other one was taken, believe it or not, so hippie and caveman. (laughs) Um, You can see um, our caveman or hippie-esque thoughts of the moment, which are obviously extremely diverse and uh, not well-rounded. That's our Twitter thing. If you have... Honestly, if you want to plug stuff locally, Allie and I are both from Colorado. We also have t- working ties in LA. If you have some sort of quote unquote ad, you can email me at pod- podcastadjeffbosley.com. dot com. We'll do video cl- or uh, audio clips in between where we have to hit pause and save. We'll shoot in those. Um, people hear this. Our last checked, it was like twenty four hundred people had already listened to this podcast. It's not famous or probably even anywhere in the top million on iTunes, but, but a lot of people are you. listening to it. Yeah, and thank people you are so much. We it. love it's, it. it. It's awesome and it's fun. It gives Allie and I a chance to hang out and, bend and be fun and happy. Um, and then just personally, it's really easy for me because I'm a social media, uh WH word, jeffbosley.com. You can find anything to do with me there. And Allie, best place for you, you're um, IMDB is probably a good start.
1: Yeah, IMDB. Um, Alicia Baruti is uh, not a very common name, so you can very find easy me. To find, yeah. It's very, very <laughs> easy to find me. So, so, yeah.
0: That's it. That's our rough version of our template. We'll start coming together as her like, brainstorm ideas, but we love getting together and doing this. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I'll do a little minor shout-out to Kevin Smith for pretty much inspiring me to push me to do this and then grab the closest friend I know that would be down with it, Allie. So... Thank you, everyone for listening. For those friends, whether it be a massage people, or director, producer, photographers we know, or the guy down the street that was stalking one or of us or both of us, depending on his, his sexual orientation. We thank you for taking the time. Can you beat that? Do you have any goodbyes or is that it? No, I think
1: that's good. Okay.
0: Thanks for listening.
1: Thanks to our stalkers.